Yo, I put it like wow, this that sound These oaks don't work hard like me, I hope they know by now Bam, bam, stand my ground Throw these money trees, go overseas like Percy Tau I make sure you stay around, quiet when I'm under loud No negatives allowed, me positivity took a vow I always play to win, don't anticipate loss Mind always in the clown, my boy Never think about the drop, never ever ever think about the drop Welcome to it, sports fans. It is the MKT show. A lot of people wondering if I'm dead. I mean, I say a lot, like, like a hundred, maybe a hundred people have messaged me. Just look quite a lot. I mean, I've counted. I've counted a lot of people saying, "Where's the podcast? Are you dead? Are you still in America?" I'm not in America. I'm here. I live in the Republic of South Africa. And I'm back now. Been back for a while, actually. So I'll do a quick explainer, and then I won't mention it again. Um, I say it's in Biltong. It's a good feeling. I'm recording this quite late at night um, because I've got a corporate job now, which I really love. It's very corporate. I mean, it's corporate in the sense that I've never really had a job. You know, it's always been... Like, what have my jobs been? I played football. It's not a real job. Um, I worked at a, like, lighting and marketing company for about 15 minutes. Not a real job. And then I worked at a ski resort for a long time. And then I've really been my, my own boss my whole life. You know, since I came back, I used to drink a lot. And then I stopped drinking. And then, and then I just tried the whole entrepreneurial thing for a while. But now I have a job with a boss and everything, and uh, it's awesome bosses. It's a pretty cool job. I work at an agency now, so I say stuff like circle back, you know, alignment. Um, just let's all just make sure we, we're all on the same page. So there's a lot of that in agency vibes. So I'm working in the sports world, which is quite cool. Um, so it's a pretty big agency. And I haven't really got the job yet. So it's like a, I'm on a three-month probation, I guess. But I'm working on a pretty big project as like my first thing. So I'm a project manager, by the way. I probably should have mentioned that. Should have mentioned that. Should have said that up front. So my role at this company is project manager. And I'm project managing actually a massive project with... Africa's leading sports platform, I guess. It is the one of the leading sports platforms in the world. So if you're in South Africa, you know who they are. I can't really say too much though, because the show is still in development. But anyway, I'm project managing it. That's where I am now. And I haven't moved. My neighbors are still a nightmare. Um, they've got kids who are like playing the flute at like three o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday. Very annoying. So, yeah, I might move though, because my office is like 11 kilometers from where I am now. And as everyone knows, if you, from back in the Cliff Central days and people who listen to the pod, I hate not being able to walk to work. And I do actually really like the job. It's very, very cool. It's a lot more demanding than before, because 
And I've said this before on the podcast, I think um, to those loyal listeners, they know that I say winning's not for everybody. And then, you, you know, I always say to people, everybody thinks they want to win until you join a winning team. And then you're like, oh, this environment's so demanding, which I like. It suits my personality, but it really is demanding. And it's demanding by world-class standards as well, not, um, not just like, oh, well done for trying hard. That is not enough. You know, to all Man United fans, Eric Tenhag said something my father's been saying to me since I was six years old. No jokes. Um, I actually had to message a friend of mine in Tenhag's first, first um, press conference. He said, good is not good enough. And my father used to say that all the time. He probably still says it today. Don't really talk to him as much as I probably should. But he he was a man of incredibly high standards. And my new job demands of me that good is not good enough. That they are the best in Africa where I work now. And um, it's been a treat so far. It's been a month. So quick review. I was in America. Um, what can I say about it? It was... I actually, in hindsight, hated it. It was a, actually a horrendous experience. Um, yeah, it just didn't go well. I don't really want to get into it. There's a whole lot of stuff going on behind the scenes there, but it was horrendous. Um, and it wasn't the experience I wanted. But whatever. It's um, still pretty cool to be in America. You know, hadn't I didn't experience anything I hadn't experienced before in America. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so from a personal point of view, very disappointing. From a business point of view, very disappointing. Um, yeah, and the less said, the better about America. It was actually, it was just terrible. The whole thing was terrible. So, I mean, I could, maybe one day I'll talk about it, but it was terrible, is all I'll say. Um, yeah, it was, it was something which, it led me to to actually be able to say I hate somebody. I've never said I hate somebody and meant it. I literally hate the individual I had to deal with. And that's a difficult thing to be able to say. So whatever, you know, um, we grow from these things, blah, blah, blah. But there's no philosophical kind of thing. I've had a lot of time to process it. It was a terrible experience. I dealt with a terrible human, and it was just terrible, terrible, terrible. But I'm back home now, and I was about to immigrate, by the way. So that's something, I guess. I was going to immigrate, and then I got this great job, um, because I did feel as though I'd, I'd outgrown South Africa. You know, I've, like I've, I've done quite a lot in my time. Um, I've traveled a lot. I've seen a lot of stuff. I've taken a lot of chances in life and the very reason I felt I wanted to leave South Africa is presented to me at this job because I've always dreamt of make it in Africa for the world and I didn't think it was possible um, in this country and here we are. So really delighted to be at the company where I am um, and yeah, just super, but like I always know with myself, like I'm not really scared to take chances because I'm getting there. I think I'm getting quite good at what I do. Um, 
and and I'm a bit of a survivor, so I'm not really worried about taking chances. Like, I come from a really strong family. My mom and dad are from nothing, so it's in my. I, I maybe maybe I idealize it, but it's in my DNA to survive. So, so I've taken a massive leap into the agency world, and we'll see how it works. First month though, phenomenal, phenomenal. Absolutely love the job, love the people I work with. And love the scope of work. It's 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 actually unreal. Some of the stuff that's going to come out of our office over the next six to twelve months is going to be hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. All right. So that's where I've been. That's what I've been doing. It's not that exciting. Um, I'm well. I'm training. Or I'm, I'm maintaining. I'm not really training. Um, America kind of ate into my plans for the year, running plans. So I might run a hundred mile at the end of the year. Uh, depends how this new job goes. I don't get to train as hard as I'd like to. Still kind of settling into the work. Um, I'm quite junior there, so I don't really know what I'm doing, which is a little bit awkward. Hopefully my bosses don't hear this podcast, but I've got really no clue what I'm doing. Um, but I'm a grafter, so figure it out. Oh, well, figure it out, eh? Come on, eh, son? Figure it out, eh? So, yeah, superb environment. Um, Yeah, brilliant. Terrific, as they say, in North London. All right, MKT Show, it's a sports show. So, hopefully, you haven't turned off by now. Like, if you just came for the sport. I'll get into the sport now. Uh, What am I talking about today? Listen, it is the comeback. I'm not sure how often I'm going to do the podcast. Like, let me also be open about that. I I, I probably want to say with the new job i'll do it every sunday and then release it every sunday um but don't hold me to that because i'm not committing to that you know thing about me once i commit to something i like to try and do it so i'll try and do one a week and i think it just makes sense to do it on sundays maybe sunday night like now it's 10 o'clock by the way should be in bed but i did promise earlier on twitter that i'd release a pod this will come out in the morning. So it's the morning when you hear this. I know all podcast rules say, oh, don't date the podcast. Well, shut the hell up. It's my show. I can do what I want. I've built this platform. I haven't really built the platform. It's the listeners that build the platform. I mean, you got to be good at what you do. I'm quite good at talking. But if listeners don't listen and people don't take time to invest, I'm just an idiot talking into a microphone. So... So there's that. All right, weird intro, but let's get into the sport, uh, MKT show. Um, so I'm going to talk about Cristiano Ronaldo. And you know, my favorite words are, I told you so. And um, I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, something which is quite cool, because obviously I love Fantasy Premier League, but I want to tell you so about something called Super Picks. Um, so that no, they do not sponsor the show. It is a super sport product. It's um, yeah. So I'm playing super picks. I'll tell you how to do it. In the blurb, there will be a reference code. You can just click on the hyperlinked uh, reference code for super picks, and it'll take you to pick your own super picks and play fantasy. Um, it's a brand new product. Essentially, you can win a million rand. Uh, you have to pick six fixtures. Um, 
And if you get all six fixtures, the scores exactly correct, you win a million rand. Um, it's every week. And there's a consolation prize of 30,000 rand. So because I like to be open, people that listen to the show, um, I am doing some work for with them in some capacity. Um, but this is not, they are not sponsoring the show or anything. They're there. This show has no sponsors. Um, but I am working with Superpix. So I thought, cool, let me talk about it because it, it is actually quite fun. And I like the people. Like, I really do like the guy. The, in particular, I work closely with two guys and I like the guys. And I said, I'm going to talk about it. And they're like, okay, cool. So they didn't force me to talk about it. Because, I, like I said, they don't sponsor the show. So, But I'll talk about Superpix because it's quite cool. Um, actually, I'm just talking about it now. And then I'll tell you who my top four is for the English Premier League. We'll finish off on that. We'll finish off on that. All right, let's get into the show. Um, so I've always said this, Sam. And I, I, like, I genuinely believe it. Right? I've always dated out of my league. And both times it didn't work out. Like I really loved both girls and they seemed to love me, which was weird. But I've always said this, right? A six and a nine shouldn't date. If you're a nine, like just have the just have something about you to say, I'm a nine. And by the way, a nine can be like if you're a good person, if you're reliable, if you've got a great job, you know, if you're not a delinquent. These are all factors into you becoming a nine. Like, like, you know. But it's also, if you're a nine in terms of looks, don't date a six. And generally I'm speaking to guys because guys tend to think they're better looking just because they're rich. You're not. You're not. And down the line, there will be problems just because you're rich and you marry the supermodel. Often she's not staying. Like... It'll be prompt. And let me explain to you why I say a nine shouldn't date a six or marry a six. There is natural tension in life, right? Relationships are hard enough. People are hard. People are difficult. Relationships are difficult. Don't go seeking more tension. And so if you're a nine and there's a, and you're dating a six, the amount of added tension is a three. Right? So if you're a nine, date a nine. Date an eight. Don't date a six. Don't date a six. It's ridiculous. To the supermodel who marries the rich fat guy, it's not going to work. Right? You're going to be miserable. And by the time you get out the marriage, no matter how much money you get, you're not as good looking as you were. There's always a new 21-year-old. So you're going to hate your life all the way. If you're a nine, date a nine. If you're a six, date a six. Just grow up and be realistic. Like... I'm realistic now. I'm 36 years old. I'm probably somewhere between a six and a seven. That's where I'm, I am. I will never get a girlfriend like I had before. They were both nines. Like, and I am not kidding. They were both nines. One's a surgeon now. One graduated with a double PhD from Oxford. Stephen Hawking was one of her lecturers. That's hysterical. That's my other girlfriend. So that's weird. And they were both way too good looking for me. Probably why it didn't last. Probably why it didn't last. If you're a nine, date a nine. If you're a six, date a six. 
grow up. When Cristiano Ronaldo came back to Manchester United, I said it is the first awful decision of his career. Because he's a supermodel. Man United are the fat guy with a Ferrari. He's past his prime. Nobody, Nobody really likes him. Just hang out with you for the money, pal. This isn't Fergie's United. Ronaldo made a mistake. And what I said to you was that Man United are doing themselves no favor by bringing Ronaldo back. So forget about Ronaldo, right? Is Man United are not in a place to accommodate Cristiano Ronaldo? Because you know what nines have? Options. And you know what people with options need for you to treat them well? Nines have options. Cristiano Ronaldo is a nine. He's a supermodel. Man United are a six. They're a defunct football club by Fergie standards. They are. Love me or hate me. But I've said it. It's been 10 years of evidence now. The culture's poor. The, the playing staff is horrendous. And they've, got, they've made three like egregiously bad managerial hires. Folks, once people start making bad decisions, they never stop. They generally don't stop. Listen, I've said this before. I'll forgive you your first divorce. All right? I'll forgive you your first divorce. Because, you know, maybe you got married too young. You made some mistakes. We all make mistakes. She wasn't ready. You weren't ready. Okay. Life happens. I'll forgive you your second divorce. You got married out of a rebound. She had kids, stepkids, sometimes not easy. You're not my dad. Okay, I'll forgive you your second divorce. Third divorce, that's a you problem. I'll forgive David Moyes. Right, that was Fergie's fault. Okay, great. You, you give the great man some license. He did what he did. I'll forgive you Louis van Gaal. Maybe we bring the young kids back. He did it with Ajax. He's a great manager. I will not forgive you for Jose Mourinho. Once you do a third mistake, that's on you. A fourth mistake with Ole Gunnar Saskia is hilarious. Cristiano Ronaldo should have seen this pattern of behavior. Folks, drug addicts don't change. Don't listen to somebody who's an alcoholic. Take it from somebody who was a delinquent in their 20s. People don't change. Man United has not changed and they've been making bad decision after bad decision after bad decision. This one's on Ronaldo. But it's also on Manchester United to say, listen, you're not ready to handle a superstar. Because you know what Ronaldo does is he creates natural tension because like a nine, like a supermodel, he has expectations. Man United put themselves under unnecessary pressure. If you're not living that life, don't date a supermodel. If you ain't got it like that, Man United ain't got it like that right now. They are not in a place to accommodate a mega star. Ronaldo puts unnecessary tension within the locker room. It's come out now, Maguire, Rashford, they're all struggling with Ronaldo because he does not understand why people are happy when Man United win. You expect to win. Ronaldo expects to win. It's a new time. Cristiano Ronaldo and Manchester United were always a bad match. Football hasn't changed, folks. The reason Manchester United 
are awful is that they've had no midfield since Michael Carrick left. They have not had a midfield since Michael Carrick left. That's nine years ago. He's a coach now. He's got his A, he's got his a, a license and is coaching. McTominay and Fred are not even as good as Aston Villa because they've got that Kamara and McGinn now in midfield, Douglas Costa in midfield. That's a real midfield. Buendia in midfield. That's a real midfield. They aren't that good. Football hasn't changed in 100 years. Listen, if you don't win the midfield battle, you cannot win in football. I don't care if you've got Didier Drogba, Samuel Eto, and the original Ronaldo R9 up front. Meaningless. Don't believe me? Go and look at the Los Galacticos Real Madrid when Claude Makelele left. What's happened to Barcelona since Iniesta and Xavi left? What happened? PSG have Neymar, Mbappe. Can't do anything. You know why? Because they've got Paradis in midfield. Do me a favour. Do me a favour. Listen, everybody loves Verratti. I don't get it. I think he's... I prefer Barella, but okay. PSG can't win because they don't have a midfield. That's all it is. They got the best keeper. They got a sensational back four. But it's Bagel FC. Nothing in the middle. I don't, don't give me Verratti and don't do not give me Parades with cool tattoos. Stop it. Don't know where Genie Wijnaldum was going. Idrissa Gay. Uh, listen, when you go to that league, you, you're telling me what you're about. They got no dudes in midfield. Can't win. Kimmich. You want to win? You got Kimmich. Roy Keane. That's how you win. Man United and Cristiano Ronaldo. Nines should not date a six. There's enough tension in relationships. And if you're a nine and you date a six, you're adding three points of tension to an already tense situation. Relationships are hard. Ronaldo has expectations. Man United cannot match those expectations. It was always going to be a disaster. I told you so. And one thing I always tell people, winners win. Winners win. Cristiano Ronaldo is a winner. And he will leave, by the way. Because if you remember last season, nobody believed me. I said Ronaldo will buy his way out of Juventus. That will happen again. That will happen again. Cristiano Ronaldo will leave. He will be at Chelsea. He will be at Bayern Munich. He will go wherever he wants. But he will leave. He will not be in the Europa League. Cristiano Ronaldo does not play Europa League football. He's never heard Thursday night football uh, anthems. Ever. And the thing about winners, they don't change. You can't go to... There is no PhD to become a winner. He's born, he's born like that. I, Fergie's not changing his mind. There's nobody who's changing Cristiano Ronaldo's mind. It's over. And let me tell you why Man United have to let him go. I'll finish off on this. Folks, if your girlfriend writes you a letter and says, I want to go, it's time to go. There's nothing you can do. Don't hold on. Let it go. Let her go. When somebody wants to leave, let them go. Because ultimately, what's the point? A friend of mine said, love is not enough. Let him go. It'll never work. It'll be tense the whole season. 
It's come out now. Him and Maguire don't get along. So there you have it. Let Ronaldo go. When one party wants to leave, it's over, folks. When one party wants to leave, it's over. What do you do? Force Ronaldo to play till the end of the season? He gets 15 goals and it's miserable anyway. Rashford sulking. Sancho sulking. They're all sulking. You know why? Because Cristiano Ronaldo is a beast with expectations. And most people don't like expectations. Most people want to be comfortable. There's a new breed at Man United now. There's a reason Man United haven't won since Fergie left. The expectations have dropped. Let him go. It's over. He's too good for you. Man United are in denial. And it's sad. It's sad to see. My prediction, Eric Ten Hag does not make the end of the season. I would give it a David Moyes vibe. I'd give it to David Moyes vibe. If he makes February, I'm shocked. With Fred and McTominay in midfield. Stop it. Stop it. All right. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I am at MKT Inspires on social media. Otherwise, the MKT show. On the Tweet Monster. Your thoughts, Ronaldo. Stay, leave. Let him go. Let him go. Your girlfriend tells you she's moved on. Go cry your, go cry into your pillow and then let her go. It's time to, it's time to move on. Be a grown-up. All right, let's move on. Listen, Super Picks. So um, you can download the app, right? Use the reference code in, in the description. And yeah, that'll let them know I sent you. So basically, like I said, you pick six teams, right? And... You, or there's six games uh, on the predictor game, so you pick you, you pick those six games. You don't prick them. Don't 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 do that. Don't prick things, in any sense, ever. Don't 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 do that. Unless it's a balloon. That's always funny. It's always funny. The the, the loud needle thing. It's very funny. People get a heart attack. I find those those kinds of things fun. That's who I am. Bit of mischief just because I'm 36 doesn't mean I'm grown up. Still like those kinds of things. I like to give people a scare. I'm the guy who likes to hide around the corner and give you the boo. That's me. That's who I am. Never grown up. I feel good about that. I don't feel bad about that. But don't, don't, don't be a prick. Don't be a prick. That, that's important. So Super Picks, though, is you can pick six teams, right? So download the Super Picks app. You, um... Click on my reference code in the description and it'll take you through. And then there's a fantasy element, but the fantasy is quite different. Um, it's per game. So it's a very American uh, style. So go, go to the Superpix website. Like, I'm not going to explain the whole thing. Ridiculous. Go, go, to, the, go to the website. Don't be, don't be a lazy bum. Learn to read. If you don't know how to read... Well, how did you find this podcast then? If you're not literate, how did you find the podcast? Don't be lazy. Don't, don't be an influencer or whatever these people are called. I work with influencers now, so I can't really, I can't be as harsh as I used to be. Hopefully these influencers don't listen to the podcast. They'll be like, oh my God, this guy's got no respect for us and we have to listen to him every week. Yeah, I work with quite a lot of them. 
they're exactly how you think they're an influencer would be. They're exactly like that. I guess I, I became an influencer. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a very good one. I think I've only got 1,500 Instagram followers. So I'm not like a big influencer. I'm, you know, maybe I'm just an influ. You know, <laughs> like, like I think it's like 35,000 followers on the gram. You become an influencer. I don't know. But anyway, I work with a lot of them now. Been interesting. <laughs> Been interesting. Yeah, so I, I think it's about to get even more interesting. See how that goes. See how that works out. So anyway, superpix.com, website's up, sign up, or just use the reference code um, in the description. I, I'll put a blurb. There'll be a blurb on the podcast, whatever platform you're on. I'll hyperlink. Um, I'll, I'll probably say click here or something, you know, quite smart, hyperlink it, crash, boom, bang. And now you're on superpix.com and you're picking six results. And then you can win a million bucks in South Africa. You need a South African number, though. So if you're overseas and you're like, oh, I'm a South African, I want to win a million rand. I think you can, but you need a South African number to get um, the one-time pin. So good luck with that whole thing. So how it works is you, you pick six games. So the, the six games are preset, right? So they're there as an option. You pick those six games and you have to get the exact results. So you can't just get results. You have to get 2-1, nil nil, whatever the scores are. If you do that for six games, right, you win a million bucks. A million smackaroos. And every week there's a 30,000 rand consolation prize um, for whoever gets the most points. So that's like if you get the result right. And whoever gets... Um, so, so that's like you don't have to get the score right if you just get the sort of prediction right. So even if it's 2-1 and you've said 1-0, I think you get like two points, right, for predicting the right result, not necessarily the right score. So there's that. 30,000 bucks consolation prize every week. Superpicks.com. And once again, I will repeat, they don't sponsor the show. I do work with them and I do like the guys. So they i like that the the guys are south african it's a it's a world-class product by south africans so i work with the guys completely open cards if you listen to the podcast i like to be open with people who supported me um i work with the guys but not a sponsorship i've said that enough times now so i'll be talking about super picks throughout the uh um depending when i do the pod i'm not committing to anything i'm not committing to anything so i'm single I don't like to commit. <laughs> I don't like to commit. It's also my looks and how I sound. I'm also not a very nice person. But this is not the platform for that. It's not. This is supposed to be fun, therapeutic for me. Listen, I will tell you, this is still my favorite thing in the world. Doing this show and doing this pod, like I was putting it together earlier... This is still my favorite thing in the world. I love doing this. It, like, I'll find a way to make it a living one day. Although I've got a pretty sweet job now. Like, interacting with this space. So, this is awesome. It's it's hysterical that I call this job. Hysterical. Hysterical. Ha ha ha. Belly grabbing laughing. Hysterical.
But yeah, this is my favorite thing in the world, doing the MKT show. All right, let's finish off on this. My top four picks. So before I tell you my top four picks, I just want to say this. Only one team has three-peated and they've done it twice. It's the great Sir Alex Ferguson. Did it twice with Man United. That's it. Nobody three-peats. Doesn't happen. Won't happen. This isn't the Bundesliga, La Liga. You know. This is not that league. It's not Serie A with Juventus in all those years. It's the best sporting league in the world. Easily the best sporting league in the world. And the English Premier League has no comparison. I love La Liga. I love Serie A, but the Premier League is where it's at. So I'm going to make my top four predictions. And I'll go from four to one, and then I'll tell you why. Fourth, I think Liverpool will come forth. I think Tottenham sold Gareth Bale, and they thought they could just spend that $100 million on a couple of players. See, the thing is, right, and people do this all the time. They always think you can make up for like for talent and presence with more people. Like, oh, that was only one person. We'll get three people to do the work. Yeah, but here's the thing is they don't have the charisma, right? They don't have the electricity. They don't draw a two-on-one. They aren't as disciplined. They're not as willing to be coached as hard. It took five years for Liverpool to get Sadio Mane to the promised land and make him the player that he was. They've lost Sadio Mane. Like, he's the heartbeat of that team. Uh, honestly, it's embarrassing for me that people think Mo Salah is more important than, than Sadio Mane. I don't blame Sadio Mane for leaving. And w- what I think Andy Robertson's going to learn this season is what it was. Please don't compare Diaz to Sadio Mane. It's, it's, it's embarrassing if you do. Stop it. But what I think Andy Robertson's going to learn is what it is to have a brilliant man who draws two-on-ones, right? Because now the overlap's not going to look like it looked before. Diaz is good, but you can take him one-on-one. I mean, Kyle Walker had him on toast. Easy. Easy work. Light work. Right? Sadio Mane, though, is right foot, left foot. He's hitting it from 30 yards. The movement's sensational. And Sadio Mane is maybe the, the most selfless superstar in the world. He's covering for the fullback. Andy Robertson ain't getting that. He ain't getting that. Everybody just thinks Liverpool because they've got Darwin Nunes and Mo Salah. Mo Salah does not drop back, by the way. Alexander-Arnold can't defend, plus he's got Mo Salah on that side. Ain't gonna work. It's not because I hate Liverpool. I also think they've had three top-level seasons in a row. And the drop-off will be real. They haven't really refreshed the pack. Henderson's injuries more and more. And I don't really like Thiago in midfield. I don't know why he was in the team of the year. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. But okay, that is what it is. Fourth place, Liverpool. And and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I'm, I'm going to get a lot of hate from Liverpool fans. But I think they'll be fourth. The reason is that I think Antonio Conte 
is as good a coach with a better attack now. They have a better attack now. Simple as. They've got as good a midfield, right? And a better attack. I mean, in Harry Kane, Son, and now you've got Richarlison. I mean, Richarlison's proper. He, he's just a bit of a bit of a bastard, isn't he? But I like the Richarlison because he's got a bit of what we call shithousery. And he's one of those who you hate if he's not on your team. But he's brilliant and he's a bit nasty. I kind of like that. He's a Conte type of player. And now they've got depth because you got instead of Lucas Moura, you've got Richarlison coming off the bench now. Kuliseski. That's nice. It's a better attack than Liverpool. Liverpool's just Mo Salah. I don't know about the rest. Everybody's saying Diaz. I saw Bruno Fernandes being maybe the best midfielder in the world for six months when he arrived. But this is the English Premier League. Diaz had a nice six months, but it doesn't work that way. Here they watch tape and here they buy quality and they figure you out. Let's see what Diaz is made of. Maybe I'm wrong. If Diaz is 60% of Sadio Mane, they won't come fourth, they'll come third. But I, I think... I like Antonio. I think Antonio Conte is a better manager than Jurgen Klopp. He's just not as lovable. More titles in tougher leagues. Jurgen Klopp has one league title in England, and people are talk about him like he's Alex Ferguson. I, like I don't understand it. It's weird to me. It's weird that people say Jurgen Klopp's better than Jose Mourinho, but it's recency bias, I guess. And and Liverpool are a more likable club than Chelsea. And he's more likable than Jose Mourinho. But please stop saying Jurgen Klopp's in Mourinho's league. Mourinho did a treble <laughs> in Italy. A treble. Like, stop it. Jurgen Klopp had an easier chance to do a treble when Bayern Munich were lukewarm. Stop. Stop it. Stop it. Jose Mourinho has three Premier League titles. Stop. Like, let, let, let's stop that. Jurgen Klopp is not Fergie. He's not Jose Mourinho. He's not Carlo Ancelotti. He's got a one Premier League title. Do me a favor. Liverpool in fourth. Spurs in third. I like Conte. Like, I like Kane. I like, and, and Son's maybe the best winger in the league. Like, <laughs> why Son not in the team of the season? So dumb. Why did they put Ronaldo in? Weird. Second place, Man City. You know what it is with Man City? The only reason I don't have them winning the league is that nobody three-peats. Like, I've got no real logical reason other than... You know what the thing is about Erling Haaland? I've said this all the time. Injured young is injured old. He's really injury-prone. Like, nobody wants to talk about that because he's cool and uh, he's the guy, right? Erling Haaland's the guy. But he's really injury-prone. And if he was injury-prone in Germany, where where 70% of the games are a walk in the park for Borussia Dortmund and for Bayern Munich, like, England's going to eat him alive. They're going to eat him alive. Listen, a player like him, it's kind of like Zlatan. That kind of physical specimen, once the soft tissue stuff, uh, stuff starts, it doesn't stop. And he's such an explosive player. 
Think Michael Owens, think Alexander Pato. Erling Haaland's really injury-prone. What do they do then? They don't have Gabriel Jesus anymore. I like Julia Alvarez. Alvarez. But he's not ready. You saw it in the, if you watched um, against Liverpool yesterday. He's not ready. Super lightweight. And uh, the, the, this league asks a lot. He's not Aguero. Stop. What do you do? Erling Haaland is going to get injured. Erling Haaland will, will play 20 games in the Premier League at most. But he's going to get injured. What do you do for the other half of the season? And I'm not saying I want him to get injured. He, he's never played a full season. He's never played a full season. What do you do for goals then? Because now Raheem Sterling's gone. So, maybe Gucci man. <laughs> Gucci man. Jack Grealish. Uh, Grealish has never scored goals, though. I, I don't understand why people think he'll replace Sterling. I, I mean, I'm not in love with Sterling, but is Riyad Mahrez your guy now? Is Riyad Mahrez your guy? Is that, is that how you're winning the league? I don't think so. I don't think so. And I love City. I, like, I love them as a team. But in first place, people are going to say this is a hometown call. Chelsea are going to win the league. Ch- Chelsea are going to win the league. <laughs> it's, and it's, it's not actually that big of a call, right? They've upgraded from Christensen. And they've upgraded from Rudiger. They've upgraded from Rudiger. Koulibaly is better than Rudiger. I don't care what anybody says. Chalaba will be better. Thiago Silva settled. Right? Mason Mount's going to be better. Kai Havertz is one of the best players in the league. Raheem Sterling. The stats for Raheem Sterling are scary. He's a terrible finisher. He's going to frustrate Chelsea fans. But he gives Chelsea something different. He does give Chelsea something different. The young kids are better. Kovacic, Kante. I don't really see where the holes with Chelsea are, except maybe up front. And Sterling brings goals. Havertz now finally has help. I think Chelsea are going to win the league. They're going to win the league. They are. They're going to win the league. And it's going to anger people, but... Nobody three-peats, City aren't winning it, and Liverpool have lost Sadio Mane. It's going to be the Gareth Bale effect. Who else is good enough to win, is consistent enough to win the league? Chelsea, they're the only real championship team. Spurs aren't a championship team. Like they still got no left-back. Who, who's the left-back? I don't really like the right-back situation. I mean, young Spence, he's been brilliant for Middlesbrough, but it's the Premier League now. It's a big time. They got. They still got Dyer at the back, you know. I think Spurs will come third. I think Liverpool will come fourth, because I think Liverpool are underestimating Sadio Mane's loss. I really, really do. I really, really do, and I think Andy Robertson now. I don't think he'll be exposed because I think he's a brilliant, brilliant left back. But I think he's going to realise just what Sadio Mane's value was. He drew two on one. And he was selfless. Love to know what you think. All right, that's the pod.
That is the pod. Feels good to be back. I'll probably listen back to the pod. Quite a lot of it explaining stuff. Man, I'm I'm so pumped for the new football season. My life without football is like I, I am one of those people who lives for sport. You know? Like oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy sports coming back. And I get to work in it as well. Oh, what a life. To everybody who has supported the MKT show, I it is not dead. The dream is alive. Um it's time to take this show to the next level, and that comes with a bit of a painful process. But I am in a process where I am looking to put this show on a platform where I can do it every day like I used to, but at the right level. It's time to go to the next level. But for the next maybe year, I'll do it once a week. But it is in development. For those who have supported the show, trust me, I am working on something incredibly exciting for this platform. Um, I think it's the best show in Africa. I do. Like, I think I'm the best presenter in Africa. I'm not scared to say that. Like, at all. It doesn't, you know. I've worked with all the talent in Africa. They are all very, very good. But I think I'm the best. I do. Like, I can say it without really feeling bad. Because I am. And it's also nice to, to work on the production side and kind of grow my technical expertise for the future. And it's awesome. And I, I, I've met some really awesome people, some incredibly talented people, crafty people. Um, they've taken a lot of my technical knowledge to a whole other level as well. So, so this period of my career and professional growth is only going to take this show to the next level once it returns uh, in full force, once we unleash it again. But the MKT show for the season is back. Consider this being back. Consider me back. And I'm not dead I'm flourishing. I'm, I've got pretty much a dream job, really. Like, if I'm not doing this, what I'm doing now is what I would want to be doing. Incredibly driven people. Um, I've got a fantastic office. I work with an Olympian, by the way. There's an Olympian where I work. She's an Olympian. She, she was at the Olympics. Uh, I'm not going to say what team, but yeah, this, la- this lady was at the Olympics as a participant. How awesome is that? <laughs> Hysterical. Absolutely hilarious. Had a few celebrities walk in there, like a really famous international cricketer who's the star of the Proteas right now, just popped in there the other day. And a former Proteas star just walked in the office the other day. It's the kind of level that I'm working at right now. No big deal. I'm kind of a big deal right now. Not really. No one cares who I am. Everywhere I go, they're like, who are you? What are you doing here? I'm like, ah, shut your mouth. Have you not listened to the MKT show? It's the best show in Africa. And then they're like, ah, who's this guy? Get him out of here. I'm like, ah, okay, I'm going to get out of here then, if you don't know who I am. That doesn't really happen. I've just made a scenario up in my head. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am MKT. This has been the MKT show. And for now, I am the hell.